0: the IEO for the Joyful Manifestation Show and the Good Fortune Show, two very, very high vibration shows that we have been airing back to back every Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today is the Good Fortune Show. We had a Joyful Manifestation Show the last week. These two shows are sister shows and we have it such that You can hear it just before your weekend starts and you can relax during the weekend, catch up on things, get your good energy all ready and get ready for the next week. And then after a week of work is over, Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. and then 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have you all ready to let go, let go of your week. So let's do something we will have you mentally let go of your week, your whole work week, where you had to perform, impress, catch up, and do all kinds of tasks that are required for you to earn your bread and butter some cheese (laughs) and any other fancy item that you're thinking about. So we're going past bread and butter and we're into cake. (laughs) You know, the saying right about the cake. If they don't have, if they don't have bread, something, then let them eat cake. Well, you know what? Let's do that. Let's uh, eat cake. (laughs) Let's go directly for the cake. (laughs) So here you go. Now we have you. We're all ready to let go of the week, so take a deep breath. (sighs) Say, I am ready and willing to let go of this whole week. I am willing and ready to let go of this whole week. I am willing and ready to let go of all the people that I encounter. I am willing. And ready to let go of all the people that I encountered. I am willing and ready to let go of all the situations that I encountered. Good or bad. I let them all go. I free myself. Because I am a free spirit. I deserve my freedom. I deserve my freedom. I deserve to be free. I deserve to enjoy my life the way I want to enjoy my life. You know how they talk about being bonded laborers and things like that. So how is the workplace not a place of bonded labor? In its own way, we all feel forced, right, to go to work and get things done and just for that bread and butter and possible cake. So when we feel compelled, and we feel compelled because of having to meet our expenses, correct? What should we do? We need to release this feeling of being compelled and this feeling of having to answer to so many people, so many, many people. So many people have bosses that are not exactly the best variety, and then so many people have workplaces that they wished were cooler and better environment and more up to date technology, more up to date furniture, better and higher food services. So, letting go of the whole week, and here you let go of it. So, what happens when you let go? You're letting go not of the job. We want the job, right? <laughs> the bread, butter, and cake. Remember, we want our jobs, but we don't need to carry home, and we don't need to carry on our shoulders this whole weekend all the things that this job entails for us, whatever it represents. Even movie actresses, even actors, they have very high-paying jobs. But who knows what they encounter right during their time there? And so this this applies to everybody: all business people, all employees, all artists, actors, actresses, musicians, everybody. Whoever's listening to the show, however fancy your job is, it does require you to do certain things. And it does require to you to extend yourself beyond, beyond what you feel you want to. And so we let go of everything. And then what happens when we let go? We get free. We become free. We become restored to our original self. We become who we were originally before all of this was piled on. And here we are letting go. Letting go, letting go, letting go. And this whole weekend, focus on completely letting go of the week. Don't think of anything that happened this past week. What this one said, what this one did. Forget all that. And get restored back to your original shining self. Like having a soul bath. A spiritual bath. Cleanse yourself of all the words, of all the people, everything that was said to you. And remember that when you cleanse yourself, you get restored to who you really are, who you were always meant to be, who you are inside. You're a soul spark. You're God incarnated in human body. You're God. You are God incarnated in human body to experience life, And then society and environment puts all these things on top of us, right? So when we let go and then we become free, we become God ourselves. And now in this weekend, using the Energy of Good Fortune show and the Joyful Manifestation show and any other book that has helped you in the past, right? There are so many authors, so many amazing teachers out there who have contributed and who have helped. And we take the benefit of all of these people and we say we want to be free to design our lives the way we would have designed it if we just knew who we really are. So imagine that you have all these gods and goddesses and they know who they are, right? Since they know who they are, they are going to design their lives from that space of knowing who they are. But then humans, because of being in the human body, dense, correct? Dense energy, physical environment, and the mass consciousness of whatever it is that we are floating in, correct? We belong to So many groups of mass consciousness, so many groups, so many opinions, and then burdened with that, or not burdened, I would say exactly, but a little bit weighed down with that, we then make decisions, thinking, oh, this is all we have. This is all we can be. Limited thoughts. But... Let's bring in a god here or a goddess. And what would she say? What would he say? They would say, we know who we are. And when we think and when we intend or whatever it is that they do, <laughs> we do it from the space of knowing who we are. We are a god or a goddess and we think from that space. And we don't think of ourselves as limited And since they don't think of themselves as limited, they think and always believe in good fortune. Good fortune surrounds them. Ask and it is given. Well, they don't even have to ask. They just, I don't know what they do. (laughs) Must think and it's given. (laughs) Intend and it's given. Probably they just manifest without even thinking about it. Everything just happens for them. The red carpet and the flowers and the roses and everything. And so here we are. We are saying to you, you are not who you believe yourself to be. You are not the label that is put on you by possible employers, colleagues, even friends, maybe some family. You are not that. You are... Much more than that, you're a god in human form or a god that is manifesting himself or herself as human in order to experience the amazingness of this fantastic, spiritually, spiritually powered physical world and we want you to think out of the box out of the box and manifest and project your entire next week and let's practice so that let's say you clean yourself right you cleanse yourself you let go of the past you let go of all the voices you let go of all the labels you understand your god incarnated and You are going to manifest the rest of your week, and how would you like your week to be? What would you like to see happen? And so you think of it, and it happens. And let's all do this as an experiment. Let's all experiment together. Manifest what you would like to see happen in the next week. Example you would like your boss to come up to you or call you whatever and tell you what you want to hear even if it's just simple words of praise it could be a big promotion it could be a big pay hike it could like I said for some people even a few simple words of praise means a lot to them correct imagine the secretary or assistant who is working, 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 or accounting, personal, working, working, working. And maybe they're not even asking for a huge raise, but maybe they just want to be appreciated. Oh, you've done a good job. Thank you so much for your help. Oh my God, you've been wonderful. You have helped us so much without you. I don't know what we would do. Our company runs because of you. And here is what I'm saying to everybody who's listening. Everybody is an employee or an employer. And why not take this and praise someone? So if you can praise somebody and bring to them that amazing feeling of being praised, praiseworthy. And if you can do that for somebody or get it done for yourself by imagining these words coming to you. And we're experimenting and we're saying We're going to go through the next week and we're going to see what of our thoughts, like which one of our thoughts and feelings came true and then take stock at the end of the week. And I want you to remember it. And if you don't remember it, write it down, like even a couple of words that's going to hint to you what actually happened. And then at the end of the week, You can go, oh my God, so many things that I thought should happen, actually happened. Do you know the power behind realizing that what you wanted actually happened? It is so powerful. It is so powerful. And then you actually wake up and you realize, oh my God. who? am i who am i that this this actually manifested like who am i what am i what is the ability that i have that i could actually think and make it happen and then as you see more and more of this come true more proof more evidence And we're saying, check this out already. Get the evidence you want. You can test all of these, all of these, hmm, what do I call them? Concepts and ideas and philosophies and theories and principles that we're talking about over here. You can test them, put them to real life test and then just see, oh my God, I thought of it and it happened. I asked and it happened. And so that is what we're saying that we want you to do this next week. And then imagine. Imagine how fortunate you would feel and how powerful you would feel that you are to actually get these things done. And this is how you start your good fortune journey or continue it because you've already started it with the show. We just want you to realize how fortunate you are. We want you to know how powerful you are. We want you to know that you are not all of the things that have been said to you. All the labels. We want you to know that you are way more than all of this. And that there is a big game being played. A game. That is what it is. All the people out there who are in various situations, look back and think of all of that as a game. Somebody's playing a game. It could be the good people. It could be the bad people. But they're playing a game. And if you see it as a game and not the truth, then what happens? You get empowered because you can walk away from a game, right? You can change the rules. You can change what happens. You are the player. You throw the dice. You make it happen your way. And then you rise above all of this. You realize how powerful you are. It's all a game. And everybody has embroiled. Everybody has embroiled everybody else, everyone else in a game. That's what it is. Political games, too. Have you seen what they do to each other? Oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, I'm going to put this slander, this, oh my God, uh, what is the word? Label on you. I'm going to bring you down just when you're rising up. All the games that people play. And if you see it as a game and not as truth, then you realize that your opponent is a fool. Yes i know you know before i use the word fool it just slipped out of my mouth and i'm thinking what is a polite word that i can use over here but then but then i couldn't think of a better word than the word fool because if if fictitious jane realizes that the person who's putting a bad reputation label on her realize if fictitious jane realizes that the person doing that is just is just silly is that a more polite word to use then fictitious jane would rise about this and get equipped to deal with it because all of the people who try to make other people's lives not easy who try to make them feel bad, or who try to put them down? And let's say there's an employee. She goes to work, and there are pe- people there busy trying to make her look inefficient. And she knows, like she is efficient, but people try to make someone look inefficient, and then put a label on them, on him or her, and. So if this employee, and if her name is fictitious Jane, if she if she realizes that the people who are putting these labels on her themselves are not okay in the top part of their head, <laughs> right? Fool, silly, whatever you want to call them. She becomes empowered right there and then. She knows who she is. She realizes that whatever is being put on her is not, right it's not true she is amazing fictitious jane is amazing and she can get her job done really well she can shine and there are just people who are playing games with her making her look bad but she's not actually bad she's amazing you know they call it illusion they call it maya which means that there is a consciousness or an energy around people that is busy creating realities. And it's our job as a soul spark, as a spark of God, to realize that these scenarios are false. They're not true. They're just games being played on people. And as people realize that everybody is just being subject to a game, like to a really bad tasting game, <laughs> you know, they say it's got, it's a bad taste, <laughs> correct? Then you kind of blow their, blow their, what is the word, reality or you blow their charade. You call. Their bluff. That's what it is. Call off their bluff or whatever the sentence is. (laughs) So you call it off and you kind of rise above it and realize that they're just trying to fool you. And that you're actually amazing and that you can actually do really, really well. And then you set out to prove that you can do really, really well. So you call their bluff. And dispel all the negativity. It's um, almost like Harry Potter in that movie where one of his teachers. Helps them overcome their fears by laughing at it. And the cupboard, right? There's a cupboard. And from that, each person's fear is manifested in front of them. And they're supposed to. Laugh at it or do something. I don't know what they're supposed to do. And then it disappears. So that's basically you calling the bluff. And then you're rising about it. And then you're realizing, oh my God, I'm God. And I'm supposed to be having this vast energy of good fortune around me. That is my cloak and that is my protection. And I will not allow any one of these people to make a fool of me. And make me believe that I'm something other than who I really am. And that is really true empowerment right there. Right there, when you realize who you are and that you are not what everybody says that you are, you rise about it, about it. And I'm not talking of only people who, you know, who are going through really bad stuff, but even people who, for instance, um, they're making $10,000 or $15,000 a month, but they want to make vast amounts and something makes them believe that they can only make 10000 or 15000 a month. So I'm talking of even those people who are already doing well, but they could do better. But something or somebody is fooling everybody into believing that that's it. That is all you deserve. It's it's a kind of communism, right? Secularism or whatever you call it. Like, yes, everybody has to earn only $4,000 a month or 5000 or 10000 And then we create a vast population of people who are earning just that. But these people are not people, they're gods. And each person has the ability to rise and shine and to be whatever they want to be. And then you get rid of all of these standardizations and Classifications and everybody being in the same box kind of situations and you rise about it and you realize that you have absolute access as an individual, not a group, as an individual to become whoever you want to be. And you don't have to be limited by what the group is going through. And so then you realize, oh my God, I have the good fortune to be whoever I want to be. Because I am a soul spark, I am a God spark, I am God in this human form. And I am here to experience my absolute amazingness. And you affirm it every day. You affirm it. And this is not pride. This is not pride in a bad way. This is. This is something beyond pride. I mean, yes, you can be proud of who you are, but it's a good word. It's not a bad word. It's a really, really good word. You know, I was watching this TV serial, and in that one episode, this person, he's a boy, maybe 18 years of age or something, he or 20. He gets a boon, a blessing. And in that blessing, he is blessed with the good fortune of doubling his money. So the blessing goes like this. The blessing says, if you honestly work hard and make money, then your pockets would never get empty. So as long as this person continue to work, honestly in a good way and sincerely make money his pockets would always continue to flow with money so no matter how much he takes out more is going to more is going to um, manifest in his shirt pockets pant pockets so he could keep pulling out money and he never runs out of money so, with this gift, once he realizes it, his family realizes it, they start to decorate their house. They buy a lot of good furniture. They they buy all the things they could not buy before. And then they continue to prosper. His father, <clears throat> the family, the father was away for a bit, like a week. And all of this happened in one week. He comes back home and he looks at everything. He say, oh my God, what happened? So they explain to him and they proved to him because he, first he thinks his son is being dishonest. He's cheated somebody and he's brought home money in a bad way, which the father didn't want to know. You know, he didn't want that. He wanted his son to be honest. But all of this was a result of the honest working of his son. Like his son was honestly working. And the money was just simply coming and coming and coming, like it would just grow out of his pockets. But then one day, what happened is one of the neighbors comes home and says, You insulted my son and called him a beggar because he was wearing shoes that were worn out and torn. So, this boy who is making all this good money seems to have insulted somebody. And said something bad and made fun of the fact that that boy was poor and was wearing worn-out shoes. But then what happened was, as a reflex, a reaction, like a knee-jerk reaction, the father of this boy, I hope you're with the story. (laughs) He got embarrassed and ashamed of his son. And he somehow managed to block all of this good fortune. Because he thought in his mind that because of this money, my son is becoming proud and arrogant. And so he blocked everything, like told his son, you're not going to access this. You're not going to use this anymore. You are not going to work. I don't want you to be this arrogant person because of all the money that you've earned. It was a knee-jerk reaction. And all of this happens because, you know, people don't understand that having money does not mean a person is bad. And then immediately they blame the money. Oh, because my son is rich now, because he has access to all this money, he is proud and he's arrogant. And then block it. Block all the good fortune. Because of all these moral values which are not true. No, if you want to teach your son Look, son, you have this good fortune, but please, you know, just be a little kinder to the people who are not as fortunate as you are, or at least don't insult them. You don't want to go near them. Don't go near them, but don't insult them. He just had to teach his son how to behave better, but it doesn't mean he had to block all of this good fortune that came flowing to his son. Money is not a source of evil and to think that it is a source of evil and that it makes people bad is a wrong thought. And a lot of people misunderstand this and they think, oh, my God, money is bad. And, you know, that is a very good way of blocking good fortune to money and to all the great things in life. Because that boy was just being foolish, correct? And it doesn't mean that you have to block his good fortune you just have to teach him how to present himself better to the world because you know out there in the world you've got people who are jealous of other people's good fortunes and they can come and bring somebody down and it's someone's job it's your personal job to protect your good fortune it is your job to protect your good fortune because it's been given to you it's a gift given to you, the individual. It was not given for the group. We're not talking of your immediate family. You may want to share it with your immediate family. We're not talking about that. But it's not given to the mass population of society. It's not given to, you know, the whole, whole gang. It's given to an individual. And it is the individual who has probably done something good. And is getting the benefit of all of these things. or By doing good, I also mean is an amazing manifester, knows how to use the law of attraction, knows how to make smart investments, knows how to say the right things at the right time, correct people like this, or has a good heart, whatever it is, whatever is the reason, it is the individual who gets this good fortune. Even in a whole society filled with poverty, Cancel, cancel, an individual, one person from the whole group can be extremely lucky and can have access to the best sources of money and other symbols of good fortune and do extremely, extremely well. And so as an individual, we we are the ones that open up to this good fortune and allow it to shower on top of us. And we are the ones who understand that we are not everybody. And everybody is not us. We are who we are created by virtue of our birth and by virtue of all of the other things that we've been doing. I mean, think about it. There are these colleges and schools and high schools and all of these. And does everybody really attend all the classes? Does everybody really study? Does everybody really do do their homework on time, and pass with amazing flying colors? Not everybody does. So then, the people who do that, why should they sacrifice for everybody else? No, they. Are entitled to their good fortune and they need to keep walking ahead because they're fortunate by virtue of who they are. So, right now I'm telling you, you are fortunate by virtue of who you are. And your amazingness is what is going to attract the best fortune to you. You know, I'm thinking of a particular employee who is at work and she is super smart super smart, she's highly intuitive, she is on top of things she knows before something's going to happen that it's going to happen, and she does the prevention part of it where you know you know what is that prevention is better than cure. And she takes care of everything really smart because her mind works at a much higher level. But then, she's so amazing, but the people around her are not that amazing. And then, after some time, this employee starts to feel their energy and it starts to weigh down on her. And then she wonders, why should I, like, why am I working so hard? Or why am I doing what I do really, really well? And her, her, what is the word? Her abilities go down. Her capacity goes down. Her performance goes down. Because she allowed herself to be pulled down to the level of other people. What this person really needs to be doing is focusing completely on her work, getting the praise that she deserves, which would flow to her by virtue of her performance, taking all of these rewards, making a selection either to stay in the same company or to start a business or find a job, a company that would be a better Rather than go down to the levels of the people who are not as smart as she is. And there are a lot of people like that, a lot of gems, a lot of diamonds out there. Amazing, amazing people who are probably listening to this show. Or even if they're not reading some books, doing something, working harder and better. And being smarter. And these people, all the people who are like that, need to be able to retain and preserve your abilities. And take it to the next level, next level, next level. Till you get what you want. And don't let those who are of a lower capacity to bring you down. Because as you show your determination of going forward, going forward, the universe is going to match you. It is going to match you and bring to you opportunities that are going to be a match, a great fit to you. So don't let the negativity of other people bring you down. And every week take stock of, What happened and what is it that you can do better for the next week? Knowing that you are the guiding light for yourself and we're here to help you access good fortune energy. The Joyful Manifestation show is having a lot of small, small to, you know, larger details that can help. You manifest your fortune because as you get into the right energy, the right things will flow to you. The right people will flow to you. And here we're seeing on the good fortune energy that we're triggering a lot of good fortune to come to the people who are listening to the show. So you're basically part of this elite bubble. (laughs) Elite, (laughs) elite my accent is different, right? So it's, it's an executive club. It's an exclusive club that you belong to. And you remain in this club and you keep your world separate. And don't let it get tarnished or brought down because your exclusive bubble contains the energy of who you are. It contains your good fortune energy and you're not supposed to be like giving it away and breaking the bubble and going down to the level of the people who do not have this ability or facility. And as you create this and you go forward, you kind of attract more good fortune and you fill up this bubble of energy with more good fortune energy. We are taking a couple of minutes break and we'll be listening to some music. It'll probably be some instrumental music just so we can digest all of this. And I hope you don't go away because we're going to be meeting after this music and continuing with the show. So hold on tight. On the air for the Good Fortune Show. Welcome back. If you bring it down to a very simple science, all you have to do is make sure that your aura is filled with good fortune energy. Good news, good fortune, good things happening. If you can ensure this, your aura will work for you. So automatically your aura will draw to you good things, good situations, good things happening in love. In love, it would be that your soulmate comes to you and says, I love you, I love you, I want to marry you. Come on, let's ride off into the sunset or let's plan this wedding. Let's make this happen. So imagine a fictitious Jane, her aura does not contain this good fortune element. How is she going to listen to these words? How will she listen to it? Remember, energy contains words. Energy contains words. So depending on the energy that you're calling to you, or that is around you, you are going to hear what's in that energy. So the words contained in that energy, it's what you will hear out of the mouth of your soulmate. Your soulmate cannot say something different from what is contained in the energy around you. <clears throat> so example, if somebody, if these fish are in a swimming pool, in a pool, a lake, pond, it is going to encounter all the other species, life species and level of pollution and everything contained in that pond. It cannot experience something else. The job of the fish <laughs> is to clean out the water, have new water in it that contains different different substances, different life forms. But as long as it's in that energy, it cannot attract or hear what it wants to hear. So let's say somebody is listening to the show and then to the Joyful Manifestation show also, and they decide, oh, I want my aura to be cleaned out and I want new energy in it. And my aura is going to contain the energy of this exclusive club. Then what happens is the words that fictitious Jane wants to hear from a soulmate will be contained in that exclusive club energy. And she will hear it from the mouth of her soulmate all the people out there who are working really, really hard at relationships. As you continue to be in the same energy, as you continue to be in the same energy, you're going to hear what is contained in that energy. And then people go to bed and they're saying, I hope my soulmate says something different to me the next day. And then they're hearing the same thing again. They're just hearing the same thing again. So take this as a very simple yet complex method. The simplicity lies in the fact that if you change the energy contained around you, Then, if you change the energy around you, the words in the energy will also change. And you will hear these words come from the mouth of your romantic partner. And this applies to jobs also. This applies to everything. Change the energy and you will change the words. Change the energy you will change the words because energy contains words and this energy pervades the person that you're dealing with also. So your personal karma pervades the energy of the people who are dealing with you and then they say to you whatever is contained in your personal energy as per your personal karma. And now we're not saying this is karma as in sin, and so somebody's suffering the consequences of their sin. We're not saying that. We're looking at at it purely as manifestation. So there's no judgment going on over here. Oh, you sinned, and so you're going to, suffer the consequences of that you are not saying that of course actions do cause consequences right thoughts and then actions based on those thoughts results and consequences so that is there you know the fruits and the results and all that stuff all of that is there but then remember when somebody takes bad action what is it that makes them take bad action it is the energy around them that makes them take bad action so the energy around them gives them the thoughts that makes them take those actions, which then results in those consequences, which then ends up in more bad energy, and then more bad thoughts, and then more bad actions, and then more bad consequences. Somebody needs to cut this chain of events. Correct? Somebody needs to take a scissor and cut it. Take a knife and cut it. And then become clean, like mentally balanced, And say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go at this with a new frame of mind, in a new frame of mind, or with a new thought process. And that's why we said, when you listen to this show, you take stock and you let go of everything, all the labels, all the bad things, become fresh, become new, become who you really are, become your God self. And then with that God mind, think things through and then plan accordingly from that level. But if things are planned from the stale energy that pervaded before, then again, more of the same comes back to people. You can call it the law of attraction. You can call it you reap what you sow. But again, if you're not condemning people on on the grounds of sin over here, we're just saying take responsibility for the fact of where your energy has been, what it's been doing, what's around you. And you change the energy, you end up changing the words that you hear. So, it's like magic. The boss who criticized an employee the past week would next week be giving praises. The soulmate who rejected his girlfriend or possible love the previous week next week is sending her tons of roses things change magically everything just changes only as you change the energy around you and remember if you change the energy around you you change the words that are spoken to you the same person can say something good and then say something bad and then see something good again and these are the cases where energy is going up and down so remember those cases where situations where people are confused with their soulmate oh he's going hot and cold on me one week he's nice another week he's gone (laughs) he's gone away for three weeks i don't hear from him another week he's rude to me and yet another week He's sending me flowers. What is going on? This man is so on and off, hot and cold. That is also energy. That is also the energy that is flowing around Fictitious Jane. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes empty. <laughs> it's flowing around her and there it's like constantly changing around her. It's not constant. So, which means that her aura contains elements of good and bad. So, what is Fictitious jo- Jane's job right now? To make sure that her aura contains good consistently. Like it's all good, everything is good. And the good is consistent from week to week to week to week. As the energy is consistently good, then whoever she's dealing with is also consistently good to her so then there will be more steadiness in relationships less hot and cold more commitments more constancy or what is it um the foundation becomes really strong and marriages work really well as a result of that relationships do really well the man stops treating the woman or vice versa in a hot and cold fashion on and off hot and cold up and down push and pull we all know these things right there will be consistency as your aura is completely cleaned out and filled with great energy and Now, I don't mean that somebody only goes for chakra clearing and aura clearing and then they're saying, oh my God, I'm clean. We also have to make sure that the thoughts that this person has is clear and that the aura gets filled with good thoughts. So a great way to do this would be aura clearing followed with hypnotherapy maybe. Something which replaces and which would put in better commands into the subconscious mind, into a person's mind. So, just not cleaning, but also a filling in of good suggestions. That would certainly work better. <laughs> we highly recommend that you listen to the show, of course, and learn everything that can help you and also. You know, work with your own sense of confidence and who you really are, understanding that all of this is in your power to clear, all of this is in your power to change, and that you don't need to be weighed down and burdened by whatever people tell you and what they want you to think about yourself. Because it's nobody's loss, correct? If they make someone feel bad, How are they losing? They're not losing. They continue with their lives. And the person who's left with all of this is left thinking that her life is not so good. But actually, here on the Good Fortune Show, we want you to know that you are fortunate, that you are lucky, that you have all of the grace of this universe behind you. The power of the universe is behind you. And we're here to help you. So we're at the end of a show. We will be signing off soon and meeting again for the Joyful Manifestation show next week, Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, do clear out and think of what you would like to project this next week. What would you like to see happen? And then realize that, oh, my God, it actually happened. It actually happened. And you take stock of everything that starts happening for you. So until next week, we want you to have a great rest of this week. And also, of course, sign up, subscribe to the membership of these two shows. And this is Sagandhi Ayer, your host, signing off for the Good Fortune Show today. Have a wonderful rest of the week.